morning, and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Good Friday. All week long, we've been talking about this Passion Week leading up to this Crucifixion Day. And yesterday, we ended at the place where Jesus was arrested and brought before the religious leaders. Over the next few hours, Jesus went through a total of six different trials. Three of them were religious or Jewish trials. And then the last three were the Roman trials. And in each one, Jesus suffered humiliation, physical abuse, torture, and lies. Lies about who he was and what he was doing. Let's quickly look at these six different trials. His very first one was before Ananias. And for over 16 years, Ananias was the high priest. He is probably the one who actually was trying to get Jesus from the very beginning. It seems he is the power master behind everything that was going on here. When they brought Jesus before Ananias, they questioned him and could find nothing wrong with him until they asked him, are you the Messiah? And he said, yes. At that point, they went absolutely nuts, with many of the leaders wanting to kill Jesus right then and there. The second trial was then moved over to Caiaphas, who was the current high priest. And it was here with Caiaphas and the Sanhedrin court that he was questioned a second time. He was blindfolded, he was slapped, he was spat upon, he was attacked repeatedly, but again, they could find nothing that he deserved death for. So they sent him to a third trial before the full Sanhedrin, where all of the religious leaders were present. And still, they could find no evidence of Jesus doing anything that he should be put to death for. They just knew that they wanted him dead and out of the way because he was creating too many problems. So they sent Jesus on to the Romans to get the Romans to kill Jesus because they didn't want to do it. So Jesus' fourth trial was before Pontius Pilate. After hearing everything that was going on, Pilate said, I can find no guilt in this man. So he sent Jesus over to Herod, who had the jurisdiction over Galilee. And Jesus refused to answer the questions that Herod had, so Herod sent him back to Pilate. Here again, Pilate could find nothing that the man had done wrong, and he tried repeatedly to get Jesus released. But the Jewish leaders continued to declare, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate eventually ordered Jesus to be tortured in hopes that that would satisfy the Jewish leaders. The Roman guards spat upon Jesus. They made a crown of thorns and pressed it on his head and beat him over the head with a stick. They slapped him, humiliated him, and flogged him with a whip, tearing the flesh off his body with each stroke. After much harassment from the Jewish leaders, Pilate finally gave in to the order to execute Jesus. He then washed his hands, saying, I am washed my hands of the guilt of this man's death. For the past 15 hours, Jesus had gone through six different trials, and in each one, he was physically abused, he was beaten, he was tortured in the most inhumane ways. Back in the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah, the prophet prophesied what would happen to Jesus, and he said, His appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any man, and his form marred beyond any human likeness. Jesus was brutally, brutally treated. Now he was nailed to the cross, nails through his hands, nails through his feet, and he hung there to die. 
For six hours, he hung on that cross. There were two others who were being crucified that day as well. Luke 23 tells us about it in verse 39. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God even when you've been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. After all that Jesus had been through and was still going through, he still had compassion on the man beside him. And then in verse 44, by this time it was about noon and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands, and with those words, he breathed his last. When the Roman officer overseeing the execution saw what had happened, he worshipped God and said, Surely this was an innocent man. When all the crowd that came to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow. But Jesus' friends, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching. To many it seemed that all was now lost. Their hope was in Jesus, and when he died on the cross, their hope died when he did. They hadn't learned the basic principle that with Jesus, there is always hope. And they failed to understand that Jesus went to the cross willingly, This was part of the plan. He had to die to make the payment for the sin of the world. And he had to defeat Satan and defeat death. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2 tells us that because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. And now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Jesus endured the cross because he knew it was necessary so that people like you and like me could have hope, hope for the future, hope for our lives in this world and beyond. And Jesus wanted to give us that hope and to give us life, life that could only come as a result of his death. But those who were feeling that they'd lost hope, what they didn't know was that this was Friday and Sunday is coming. With God, there is always hope. On Monday, we'll talk about the hope there is because Jesus didn't remain dead. And the importance and significance of that is incredible. Incredible for hope and life for you and me. Have a great weekend, my friends. Celebrate this weekend what God has done for you and let his words speak into you with life and with hope. Be blessed. We'll talk to you all again on Monday. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.